Good afternoon, everyone. This is Louis Guaman, and we have Mark Rankin uh, here for putting in the work podcast. Super excited to be here. We also have our guest uh, right here, Junior, Junior Menace. Uh, he's a brilliant videographer and photographer, a great artist. Uh, that's what we're going to go over today. Yeah, awesome. So, Junior, you and I have known each other for like, what, seven years? Seven years. Seven years. Seven amazing years. And I have to tell you right now, like, this man is the epitome of, might I say, self made, <laughs> self taught, yeah. the entire thing. So, basically, Junior, what Put in the Work podcast or Putting Work podcast is really about is that we want to give a platform to young and upcoming uh, Gen Y, Gen X, uh, millennials. Uh, might I say, to we want to set them up for success in terms of running their own company and sales and leadership. Um, as someone who worked side by side with you for many, many, many years and have been in multiple capacities as just your friend, as a mentor, um, and now you're like this mega superstar. Like, what we want to get is like how you developed that mindset, how you got from where you were you know, kind of not sure what direction to go to, like having this hyper focus and being in demand as you are right now. So take us kind of through like your trajectory, like how do you start out and exactly what is it that you do? Uh, it's a, it's a, that's a pretty wide question to go through. But um, well, uh, honestly, it started since I was like a little kid, like probably like since I could remember, like maybe six, seven years old. I, I remember I used to like draw, right? I wasn't that nice. So oh. trace I on top this. of things. Um, <laughs> where are you there, Mark? In spirit, huh? I've seen some uh, of the stuff. Uh, but yeah, I used to I used to like trace over things or whatever when I was a little kid. And then you know my passion for the arts were like always a thing. And um, I remember growing up. Then uh, when I hit the age of ten, I came to the United States, which I eventually ended up tatting nice. that day. Um, to keep me grounded. But yeah, I came to the United States when I was 10 years old. Um, Ooh, started from where? Dominican Republic. <laughs> yeah, so um, I came from there and uh, I was, I remember started elementary school, um, then graduated from there, went into middle school. And middle school was when it really, really like popped off where um, my art teacher at the time like loved me, right? Because I used to do anything that had to do with abstract art, like whether that was from writing poems or like art or like, you know, and so. Do you remember Jackson Pollock was what, a Yeah, so Jackson Pollock is like the biggest, the biggest, biggest inspiration I've ever had in life. And so that's, to this day, it's, it's the person who motivates me because he revolutionized the abstract world back in the 1970s. And so um, it was amazing. So like I, I took my art from there. I remember I used to like draw all types of things, um, especially like art that, was really, really like similar to Jackson Pollock's. And so I remember when I graduated middle school, I went into high school. And then high school, I didn't have the same flexibility to um, draw or like just go to my art teacher's room and, and just like do whatever I wanted, you know what I'm saying? And so it got really tough. Sure. Um, things got tough, like, you know, like uh, back in the house too. And um, it was really difficult, right? And so I, I wanted to still find like a way to express myself. and you know, kind of like be able to still create art, right? And so I remember I was like, man, like, I want to buy a camera. Yeah. And so I was like, how can I, like, my question to myself was like, how can I take my art, right, from like drawing on canvas to a way that I, it can be portable, right, and where I can continue to create on the go. 
And so a camera was, I remember I, I bought my first camera, I saw it on a newspaper. It said uh, that it was $559, right, with 99 cents. And so I remember I, I got paid for my job. Um, crazy thing, I used to live in Yonkers, go to school in Manhattan, and work in Brooklyn. So I was like... That's work. Yeah, that was work. So um, I remember I got like like three paychecks into my, my job at the time. I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm going to save up. And I saved up. I go to Best Buy with $560 wow. on the dot. You're like on it. On it. I was <laughs> like, yo, like that's it. I'm going today. And I have now one more penny. And that was like all I had. And I was going to give it in. I went to Best Buy. And uh, I show up. And I tell the guy, like, yeah, I show him. I took, I ripped up. The, the piece of paper from the newspaper that it had like the sale on and I showed it, I was like yeah, I want this camera and so the guy goes oh okay cool no problem so he takes it out whatever he goes it's gonna be 690 something I was like what are you what do you mean I was like what do you mean like you know 690 he was like oh no because that's it's 560 but with tax is whatever so you and didn't was, factor in the tax I, I, I was not counting on that so I was like, you it's know, a thing in America. It, it, apparently, yeah. So then I'm like, you know what? Okay, whatever. So um, I was like, man, like I really want this camera. He was like, oh, but we have this one. I was like, but I want that one. And so it was the same thing. It was a kid. It had two lenses and whatnot. And so I was like, you know what? Cool. I'm, I'm going to go with that. And it was $552 for like 60 cents. I so that. right under the 560 that you went with. Right. So I was like $8 to get back home probably. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, that was the thing. And I bought my camera. I remember I started shooting everything. Friends, family, and my local church, and a whole bunch of stuff. And so um, it got to the point where uh, I started doing weddings, started doing engagement shoots, and, you know, it became more than a hobby, yeah. right? Because it was my way of uh, expressing myself, and then it became uh, uh, a platform in which I can make money. Yeah. And I was like, man. But I want to pause you right there. So you got the camera, you started shooting people, and then you started doing weddings and all this other stuff. That's a massive jump because I know a lot of people with DSLR cameras and they, they can't get work. How is it that you were able to get work almost like right out of the gate? Well, one, perception is reality, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then two, you are as good as your last job, right? That's what they say. Sure. But then again, everything has to do with personality, right? Like if all you care is about making money, mm -hmm. you're not going to make money. There, you're dead. Like mm -hmm. if you buy a camera, with the expectations of making money, death. Okay. Why? Because you're gonna have them, you're gonna walk into the, this is what a lot of people do, they buy a DSLR camera, right? And they walk in into the business with the mentality of, I just wanna make money. So if somebody reaches out to me, you know, I'm gonna give them a price, if they can afford that price, then I will work with them. I can't agree with you more. Because, yeah, because really about business, it's about what you wanna to express to somebody, and really introducing the fact why that person should care about it, right. and why they should get involved with the product or service you're talking about, or buy your right. Product. And it's That's like, great. and it's like the service, right? Like, for example, for me, it was always I want to treat each and every single client the same. Okay. I charge you six hundred dollars, if I charge you a hundred dollars, like it doesn't matter. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm gonna treat you okay. with the same amount of respect so and the same amount of. That reminds uh, me of something too, because for Mark, he runs a fashion consulting firm. I work within sales and leadership and things of that nature. I run a firm with that. Right. And if you're an awesome photographer, awesome videographer, what, what Mark and I really care about is really how we want to help people out. Mm -hmm. And the things that we're focusing on now, fashion and leadership and sales, how we can get people to express themselves better within those definitive fields. Right. For you and all artists, 
what you do is you really focus on what you want to express and how to have other people really feel what exactly. that is. So what is it within your work that you're looking to express out to people? Well, uh, this is a question that I, I always used to ponder on because I didn't know why I was doing photography, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I remember I was sitting in my room one time and I was like, man, like, why do I do it? Because people kept asking me, like, yo, why I got you into photography? I was like, oh, I just love, you know, taking photos. And, like, that was always my answer. And then one day I was like, man, like, that answer's so, like, cliche. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, it's so, it's so broad, right? Like, anybody can tell you that. And so I remember, I remember editing on a specific uh, photo and it was just two ladies, they were hugging each other, right? This was at my local church, and one of the ladies was crying. Mm-hmm. And so, I remember looking at the photo, and I was like, man. And then I understood why I did photography, and that was because I loved being able to bring a memory of a lifetime to people and okay. see their reaction. That's dope. That's cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could, for example, if I, if I tell you, go five years back mm-hmm. to, and, and think of where you were in the one yards, right? And you can say it a whole bunch of stuff, right? And then I'll, I'll bring you a photo of you five years back. It's going to bring you so much more memories. Yeah. Because the truth is that your memories are in your subconscious, right? So when you think about it, there's only so much you can grab, right? right? And then when you see a, a physical copy of, like, a photo of that specific event, you're looking at it and you're like, man, this and this and this was happening and such and such person was behind me and that and that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like so much that you can, it's like bringing the yeah. story back yeah. to life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It. So I understood that that's what I wanted to do, whether that was in video or whether that was in photo. I wanted to be able to bring that to people, mm-hmm. to have that flexibility. And how long ago was that from whence you started? When I started photography? Yeah, photography. Uh, five years ago. And so right now, would you say that you were a great photographer? Honestly, it's always a learning process. So I, I wouldn't is a learning, learning process. Right. Like it's it's like you can never be too good, right? Sure. Because I could be great and think that I'm great and somebody can come and be like, yo, I'm better than you. And that could be a fact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't be mad at yeah. that. So yeah. it's like I think that your work is you have to cons- you have to value your work for yourself, right? And consider like I am good enough, right? Like at all times, whether somebody else is better than you or not, because truth is that it all comes down to your personal style, to yeah. your personal taste, right? Because you can have five different uh, fashion photographers, mm-hmm. and they all might shoot different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And a certain amount of group might think like, "Yo, this one is better, that one is better, and this mm-hmm. one." But, and then it, it's just it, it's all a matter of preference, right? So, yeah, so here's here's my here's my thing. Like for me, I'm not the smartest person in any room. So for me, I like very simple practical like what do I do tomorrow mm-hmm. so my question to you is this you have just superseded all expectations you exceeded your own expectation you're like oh my god look at me I can like charge whatever I want how does one get a camera network like talk to me about the networking process because I feel like that has a lot to do with take, it. Risk. take me step by step take risk. like how someone can like go from nowhere I don't know anything to where you are take risk take risk that's what I tell people like don't be afraid to mess up okay because the moment you try to walk in a perfect line mm-hmm. you've already failed mm-hmm. when you in the industry of entertainment yeah there is never a solid thing what I mean by that is like no like straight path. There's no straight path because you can work with somebody, right? And then be like, oh my god, like I'm about to blow up from here and go mm-hmm. straight back down. Yep. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Have or you, you seen can, this? I've seen it. I've experienced it. 
myself. Like I've gone to places where I'm like, yo, this is it. Next thing you know, ooh. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then that all comes down because I understood, I was like, yo, like, all right, cool. Like from here, it's going to take off. Mm -hmm. So then I'll lay back mm -hmm. and I'm like, all right, it's going to take off too. That's because it's never just one thing. And it goes right back down. It's it's always a consecutive, just little things that have come together. Right. The different yeah. kind of skill that you have and the right. networking that you have and the consistent work that you do on a daily basis or weekly basis. Yeah. And then how it really con continues to make it something that's continuous, right? right. Exactly like right. you said. A lot of people do that. Whether they're new or out of school or whether they're, you know, 40, 50, 60 plus, when they start feeling comfortable, they start getting lazy. They start getting lazy. They start having less results. Right. And the less results you have and less... You you start thinking that you're not as great, and then everything goes downhill, right? So, and you experience this. And then experience this. For example, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Like, a lot of people are afraid to take risks, right? Because they're afraid of what the outcome is going to be, right? Mm -hmm. Because, for example, never assume. In this business, you can't assume. Okay. You just can't assume what's going to happen. Like, yeah. I mean, take calculated risk, right? Sure. But for example, like, if the, if there's some, for, I'll give you an exact perfect example. Um, I remember I. Uh, this was back in like April, like April, right? Um, no, actually it goes back to November. So this is an artist named Russ, right? I love Russ. Like okay. Russ is like one of my favorite artists of all times, right? I remember I found him because I was listening to one of uh, Khalid, 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 DJ Khalid, no, not DJ Khalid, oh, Khalid, 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 Khalid yeah. Khalid's video. And um, I, was, I remember I was listening to Young, Dumb and Broke, right? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> me, my life. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I came across Russ, and then it was a really dope video. And I was like, man, who shot this? Then I went and I saw the, the name of the person. It was uh, Edgar Stavis, right? Okay. I followed him on Instagram. I saw all his work. And I was like, man, this guy's a genius. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I was like, wow, like this dude is a genius. And I was like, man. And I made a proposition to myself. I was like, I want to work with this guy one day. Mm -hmm. Right? And so... I remember I started following him, uh, following him on Instagram, and uh, one day he put like his how he went from where he was at to where he is now, right, on his storyline on Instagram, and I was like, and I DM, and I was like, yo, man, I got nothing but respect for you, and then uh, he hit me back, Whoa. and it was like, it was like, man, like, wow, thank you so much, like your photos are dope, da da da, and I was like, oh, that's gold, yeah. <laughs> to me, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, because I'm pretty sure he knows way more photographers that are way dope than me, you know what I'm saying? And so I was like. For him to say that, I was like, I took that to heart. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to carry that. Yeah. And so then I was like, man, I would love to like shadow you whenever you're in New York or whatever. Mm -hmm. He was like, what? Well, we got to shoot, man. Da -da -da. And it went from there. And so um, he took my, he gave me his number and then I, I hit him up and we were supposed to meet up. In a, he's based in LA. So we were okay. supposed to meet up. Uh, so this was in November. In December, we were supposed to meet up um, in LA when I went with my girlfriend. Sure. And so... Um, that didn't happen, right? Mm -hmm. I thought it was gonna be like the biggest thing ever, right, for me, like, cause I was excited, and that didn't happen. Wow. And then I was like, man, but I still took a risk, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That didn't happen, and then, like, in April, this is four months later, he put something in his story about, like, you know, he was gonna shoot a, a music video in Miami, mm -hmm. and I was like, man, I'm going. And he was like, oh, looking for PAs, you know, um, and, uh, you know, and, and the whole night, he was looking for assistance. And I was like, man, like, I want to go and do BTS photos. Sure. So I hit him up, and I was like, yo, bro, I'd love to come. He's like, oh, are you in Miami? I was like, no, I'm in New York, uh, but I'll come out. But I'll be in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, nah, man, you don't need to do that. And I was like, nah. <laughs> yes, I'm going to do that. that. Yes, like, I'm going to yeah. go. And so this is a risk. I was like, yo, I'll pay for my flight. I'll pay for all my stuff. Like, don't worry about it. I was going to go, boom, and fly back the same day. That's wow. So I went, right? I, I flew in. And uh, he was like, all right, bet, talk to my producer. So I talked to his producer. Um, he gave me all the details. I flew in, right? Uh, I flew in in the morning. The shoot was like at 7 
at night, okay. and I flew, I got in at 11, so I was at the airport editing for like six hours, wow. and then I took over to the location, and then I show up to the location, you know, he's busy, he's like, you know, setting up everything, making sure that like, you know, uh, everything is ready before the artist comes, and so the artist comes, point me in, like I start shooting mad BTS photos, I did video and photo at the same time, okay. and I was like, I was going at it, boom, 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 and then I went to my laptop for like 30 minutes, edited all the photos, put a preset on it, and then showed it to the artist. And the artist was like, this is a marketing month. Yeah. He was like, Yo, Wait, who is the this artist? His name is Fuse. Fuse okay, okay, okay. He's okay. a London-based yeah, yeah. artist. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, this guy's like, yo, this is crazy. Da, 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 da. Like, yo, thank you so much, right? And so, at the end, of the, they wrapped up like at 12. There were like two other BTS photographers there, right? And uh, it's a long story, but I'm going to cut it right here. So, there were a whole bunch of other photographers. They left. They're like, oh, cool, thank you for that. They went up to Edgar, and they're like, thank you for having me. I was like, yo, I'm going to pick up cables. I'm going to broom, uh, like, the, the drawer, whatever I got to do, yeah. right? I'm going to stay till the end because I, I care about this, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so at the end of the night, I go up to him. I was like, yo, bro, thank you for having me or whatever. And I was like, yo, I'm Junior, the dude that Because I didn't really talk to him throughout the whole shoot. Oh, you didn't? I didn't, wow. I didn't even interact with him. I took like two or three photos of him okay. while we were at the shoot, mm -hmm. but we didn't really like, you know, so he doesn't know who I he am. He didn't yet. realize it was you no. from before? No, he, does, he doesn't know who I am at the point. So then I go up to him at the end of that, he's like, oh, you're that dude from New York, da, yeah. da, da. And I was like, yeah, bro. Um, and he was like, oh, that's dope. And then, I don't know, one way or the other, they like started talking about another shoot they have the next day, a flight. And I'm like, oh, where are you guys going? And then, He's like, we're going to Puerto Rico. You want to come there too? And then he said it in a joking way. He's like, oh, like, you came here now. You want to go there too? And I was like, well, yeah. What's up? I was like, I'm looking for flights right now. And then he looked at me. He was like, like, I had three eyes. He was like, yo, you serious? And I was like, yeah, what's up? Let's go. And then I looked at the flight. I was like, you guys leave at 7 a.m. American Airlines? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, what's up? I just don't have any place to stay or any clothes. He's oh like, God. he's like, you know what? I like your hustle. I'll that's pay great. for your flight and I'm going to cover all your expenses. Oh, You're great. coming to Puerto Rico with us. Are you serious? Flew me out to Puerto Rico the next day. And I was, I was like, yo, I took a risk. Then I ended up in Puerto Rico. We were there for four days. We shot another music video for the same artist. The dude loved the photos. Wow. That day he ended, he was like, he told Edgar, he was like, yo man, I wanted the guy to shoot actual photo shoot in Puerto Rico. Oh, wow. me. I'm going to pay him. And then Edgar hooked it up. He's like, yo, you got to give him a little something, something, boom, 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 boom. And then I got paid. I didn't expect to get paid, but I did. And I still took a risk. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it was a calculated risk because I went. You know what I'm saying? Because it was so, something that I wanted. Is that what separates you from everybody else? Wow. Because truth is that, like, there's a lot of opportunities. That you, and truth is, like, you, got, you have, and this is something that I say a lot, you have to create your own opportunities. Right? Like, you can't expect somebody that just because you're great and you have talent does not mean you know what i'm saying that somebody should come to you and be like yo i'm gonna give you the job right you know what gets a lot of the way uh, wasted awesome. a lot of time uh, is the mentality that people have yeah, because man. you know we have a camera cool i'm gonna go buy i'm gonna go to best buy get a camera and get this and that some lights and then people never think that they're good enough to actually take action in the first place and i'm a very big that is a big thing when i consult people on and when i actually give advice that's just what gets in the, in the way of people most, the mentality. Mm -hmm. So, a little bit to my question of what I asked before, of, do you think you're great? I personally think you're great. I've seen a few of your things. That. We're going to shout you out, whatever, social media and websites after, at, at the end also. That's, <laughs> that's just, you guys should work. Whoever's out there should work with you. That's great. But the fact is, is that there's up-and-coming people, and us three, and everybody in this room, who's also helping out, has felt like they were not good enough to pursue what they wanted, 
because of some kind of mental blockage. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your story about that? Because right. there, there is something about so, that. So I, 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 I am Christian, right? And so like a lot of the stuff that I do, like it's always like God-led, right? Like I want to be able to like please God at the same time and like, you know, do what I have to do and not just like take like just whatever decisions, right? And so, um, but at the end of the day, like there's this book uh, I was reading, I'm, I still have to finish. I'm bad at reading, um, <laughs> but it's called the Ten Hollywood Commandments, right? Um, and uh, Hollywood Commandments. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot the name of the guy, but um, um, we could put it on the video later. I don't know, but um, yeah. So he he says some like one of the things that spoke out to me the most is like if you if you pray if you pray for it prepare for it. Mm, like like yeah. you can't just pray for something. You gotta be ready to do something about it. Yeah, and like prepare yourself in the process because let's say an opportunity comes, right? Mm -hmm. And you just, you don't know crap. Then yeah. it's like, oh, they're going to move on to the next person of course. real quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or like if you, are pre it, the, the opposite of that is like if you're praying, like you pray for it, right? Mm -hmm. Now you're preparing for it. Now you're reaching out, right? It's, it's this is difference. You know what I'm saying? If you're reaching out without knowing or not, knowledge is power, right? So it's like you have to prepare yourself for that, right? And so as far as what's like. The what's the saying to that? Preparation plus opportunity equals success yeah. equals success yeah yeah. That's the one. yeah yeah so um, exactly <laughs> so uh like a lot of the stuff that like stopped me a lot of times is that I, I didn't think i was good enough or like i didn't think i had the proper equipment mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i was like man like this dude has the latest camera i remember yeah. borrowing having equipment i used to want to borrow somebody else's equipment to get certain jobs done because i didn't feel like i would get you know i wanted to give yeah. the best quality at all yeah. times mm -hmm. but then again it was like Man, you gotta take ownership of where you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and what you have, and perfect it. Because at the end of the day, in like the whole camera and like video, um, like world, like it's all about creativity. Yeah. Like if you're not creative, then it's just like you can have the latest camera and not create anything. But like that's one of the things that stopped me the most. Like on like thinking that I didn't have the latest camera or the latest equipment. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna reach out with what I have. You know so what I'm saying? that goes that goes to my next kind of question. Um, because you've got to have the right mentality. Okay, okay right. cool. You got your story on that. And next goes the technical skills that people build so they can just shoot out more creativity. Right. right. So maybe there's a little bit of a big question, but okay, we'll get that. That's fine. <laughs> maybe a little bit of a big question. This is New York. It's whatever. <laughs> um, but what do you think is better in terms of learning? Going to school, going to film school, going to learn through courses, photography, or being self-taught. Now I know personally you are self-taught. I know some other really cool people that they took the courses and things like that. But you got some great stuff going on. So let yeah, me just man. hear your opinion. <laughs> Honestly, I don't I don't judge nobody, right? Like if you went to school and you did that, don't and you had to spend some money and you're in debt, then cool. Oh but um, <laughs> burn. I'm just saying. But you know, like me, the reason why I ended up being self-taught was because I didn't have the opportunities that other people have. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't have the opportunity to just go to school and be at peace, you know what I'm saying? Go to college and the only thing sorry, like yeah. I didn't have that flexibility because of like my background and like my family and like a whole bunch of other issues, right? Um, so I, I, I had to find a way to be able to learn and be at the level that I wanted to be. And I was just a YouTube, learning a whole bunch of stuff, right? And then I was learning things that I didn't necessarily need to learn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like I remember being on Photoshop and just messing around with a whole bunch of graphic design mm -hmm. stuff. And I was like, man, like, I just want to mess around. I just want to yeah. create. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had this passion in me, and I was like, man, like, I, I just want to create. Mm -hmm. So it's like, because knowledge is power, right? 
I ended up like doing a whole bunch of, I, I remember I started like messing around with Photoshop and graphic design like maybe eight months ago. Yeah. And I ended up doing cover arts for people, wow. for, okay. for, for artists. <clears throat> I ended up like doing, uh, I, I remember I, I just did a, a piece of art for uh, the inside of a suit for a basketball player. Okay. Uh, That's and like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've never even heard of that before. That's yeah, yeah. That was insane. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, there was so many stuff that I that I did, right, that then brought me business. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it goes back to the question that we had before where it was just like, you know, what differentiates me from other people, right? Like, do everything, right? But don't be a, a, a jack of all trades and a master of none either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, master one thing, right? And then go into the next and then go into the next uh -huh. but learn a bit at a time because you never know what you're going to need mm -hmm. for whatever job you get sure. you know what I'm saying yeah. like I'm not a, I'm not perfect in sound when it comes down to video I'm not perfect not, but I know basics I know certain things that I need to know you know what I'm saying in order to like get it going at right, least right, you know yeah. what I'm saying so um, so you developed yeah. your own style I did I did man I, I think that uh, being self-taught is, is good because Truth is, bro, like, everything is out there in the internet. Like, that's the key. Everything yeah, is out there. The nah. There's no secrets anymore. There's no. Yeah. Like, you either go and watch it and spend three hours watching something that's going to benefit your future yeah, mm -hmm. or spend three hours on Netflix. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah. That is so true. It's like, that's what it's it comes like, down to. It comes down to priority, man. And it's, sometimes we're lazy to do it. Sometimes it's like, nah, like, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, like, nah, like, I don't need to learn that, right? Or, like. I'll just learn when I'm, or I'm just waiting for that one opportunity uh -huh. that's gonna take you to the next level. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then like I'll do it, and yeah. it's like nah. Like, so, yeah. so check this out. Now I want you to stick with me, Jay. I don't want I want you to be like really hone in on what I'm about to like my line of thought right now. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of history clearly, and I know you got emotional. Like, second, I do, <laughs> dude, bro. I'm like a mess over here. Um, I'm kind of like reminiscing on like all the challenges and stuff. Uh, and I mean, I know a lot of the inside details, but I just want you to share a little bit. Like, just, that. yeah. No, I don't want, you can't, you can't get sappy on me right now. Like, that's me. All right. So, because then we're gonna, it's gonna be on even. Uh, yeah. All right. So, just a little, because I, I work with a lot of people in terms of like mentorship, and people come up to me and they say, Mark, you know, I have these big dreams and goals. and but I'm being held back by these things. And it's like legit things. It's not like they're bitching. You know, it's like real fucking like they're going through shit. And you can't say to someone who is going through like a real tragedy in their life, like suck it up and get over it and move on. You know, you can't. Right. But, you, but there are some people who have been able to like figure it out and like really press on and move on. So can you talk a little bit about some of the challenges uh, that you've gone through, like, all right, <laughs> yeah, as as you know, like you decide yeah. how deep you want to go. All right, yeah. so uh, my mom and my dad separated before I was even born. Sure. Um, then uh, growing up, when I came here, right, uh, so I'm throwing it back a little bit. When I did yeah. come here, uh, my mom got sick uh, like two years after we were here. She was diagnosed with Huntington Korea, which is a rare disease that affects uh, uh, your immune system. It affects. Uh, your uh, balance, it affects your nerve system. It affects, uh, um, you get uh, side effects of like uh, amnesia and like um, then like your speech, right? So my mom at this point, she's at, at the point where she can't speak. Um, so you, you can't understand her when she's trying to speak to people. And then she can't really move. Um, and so that was a really big challenge because 
because of that happening, right, we ended up living with my grandmother and then I had to work at a local supermarket when I was 13 years old, packing yeah. bags, trying to like, you know, support myself, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then my sister was here at the time with us too, but then she got like married and, you know, went away um, and was living with her, um, with her boyfriend and then her, her son, right? And so um, a couple years after that, right, like, so this is like tough. At this time, I had to start working, right? Mm -hmm. Um, then a little later down the line, my mom got worse, um, and then uh, I remember my mom. We had to like put her in the home, and uh, that was tough. Then I ended up my my grandmother kicked me out, and then I couldn't live with my grandmother because uh, she wanted me to pay her rent when I was like 14 years old. And, All right. and I was like, man, like I'm trying to make money for myself, and you know, and so that was tough. Um, then I ended up living with my sister and my little nephew um, in Yonkers, and. Uh, and my little niece, that's where I met Mark, actually. Um, and so, uh, that was crazy because then my sister fell into cocaine. Um, and my sister was like my guardian. Like, I'm like, at this, at this time, I'm like 15, 16 years old. And uh, uh, she was like, she's 30 now, so I'm 23. Yeah, so she was like 25. So, at the time, uh, my sister got into cocaine and stuff and then um, ended up like losing her kids. Um, got taken away by the state. Wow. Um, I, then when that when that happened, my sister, one way or the other, blamed it on me, kicked me out of my house when I was living with her, when I, where I was like helping her pay rent and stuff. And so um, then I was homeless for like two weeks. After that, like it was it was tough because I came here right for, like for better life and kind of like revamp myself. And then seeing like my dad is in the ER. I haven't seen my dad in, like at this point like in six years. My mom got sick. I can't count on my mom right to pay the bills and kind of like live under her roof my sister just kicked me out her nephews got taken away by the state i'm homeless i'm in the streets i'm still going to school um like, older you at this time? i'm like 17. um so i'm going to school and uh you know i'm living in, I'm, at this point like i'm homeless in yonkers going to school man and uh and working in brooklyn so this is like all my stuff and that's when i just recently got like got into church so then for like those first weeks it was uh, I didn't know where to go because I couldn't go to my family because my family was so hypocrite and that's like the side of the family that kind of like kicked me out and you know it was just a really whole mess and then it got to the point where one of my buddies from church was like yo bro like I have a feeling like something's going on and I was like yeah like this and this and that and the third and so um, then he's like yo man stay with me so I stayed with him and his mom and his brother and his little sister um, and his mom trusted me you know what I'm saying which because I'm a, you know I'm a grown man quote unquote 17 years old like you know, live in, in a house yeah. where there's already an entire family. And so yeah. um, they welcomed me in and I was super helpful. And so then, uh, you know, from there, it, it was tough. You know what I'm saying? It was tough because mentally and emotionally, it was blocking me from wanting to continue going forward. But I was like, man, like, am I going to live the rest of my life feeling sorry for myself? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, plenty of people do. Yeah. Plenty and it's just do. like, you can't try to be the victim in your situations, right? Like you have to look at it from the perspective. Of, and this is the difference between somebody who succeeds and somebody who doesn't. If you stay your whole life feeling sorry for yourself and being like, no, I can't reach certain things because such and such and such. Yeah. Well then let such and such and such go. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And focus mm -hmm. on yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not mean, like sometimes you, you have to be selfish. Like you yeah. just, sometimes yeah. you have to be selfish in order to accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish and get to the level where you want to be. Right, and then welcome people little by little back into your life. Yeah. Because when you live your life 
based on the opinions and decisions of other people, it's always going to come back on you, affect yeah. affect you, and then affect whoever else it is that you're with, if you're with somebody, right? Like, that happened to me yeah. and my girlfriend. Like, yeah. after all this kind of stuff <laughs> happened, I was living on my own, and I'm doing my thing, I'm pursuing my career, and I'm doing photography and video full-time and all this stuff. My sister came back into my life, and she was like, hey, look, um, I don't have nowhere to go. Wow. I'm in cocaine, wow. I'm depressed, a whole bunch of stuff. And I was like, you know what, come and live with me. Mm-hmm. That's I took her in, you know what I'm saying? Open her, taking her back in. Yeah, but then she started doing cocaine. She sold my laptop, my equipment and stuff, or cocaine. And so it was, it was, a, it was a lot of stuff, right? Like this, and this, this stuff happens, right? With people who are like going through it, right? Mm-hmm. And so then it was affecting my relationship because yeah. those decisions, it was like it's affecting me, and because it's affecting me, I'm reacting a certain way to my significant other, and then they're like, mm-hmm. yo, like, yeah, you gotta let it go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So and so so yeah. So like those were like my obstacles as far as like me as a person and and, and keep following me. So I you have this like presence around you where most people who have gone through a quarter, a tenth of what you've been through, they become very cynical, like ah, fuck the world. It's just me. I'm doing me, yeah. like everybody else to the side. I don't trust anyone, I don't like anyone because people are all garbage. Mm-hmm. How is it that you're still able to be like this large-hearted, trusting, loving, caring, kind? Like I brought you in to help out my, our guys, or production team, and um, you were able to just like step in and say, hey guys, I will help you. And for nothing, like I asked you as a friend to, you know, can you help me with the production? And you were like, of course, I'll get it on, I'll teach them and I'll show them. And you were like, oh, I have this equipment. Do you want me to lend you? The... How is it that you still have that? How is it that you're not jaded or cynical? Not everybody's the same. And not every single day is the same. And the truth is. Ah! So some days you like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no, you! No, not that. Not I think that. it's everybody. <laughs> What I'm saying is like, you can never base your present in your past. Yeah. But you can never judge a present based in your past. Okay. Right? Because, and that's why you will always be stuck. Because it's like, you've got to give the benefit of the doubt to everybody. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just because I lost $10,000 in equipment, in photography, mm-hmm. three years ago. Mm-hmm. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? Wow. And like, that was because I partnered up with somebody. If I was somebody else, I'd be like, yo, F everybody. Yeah. Like, I'm not working with nobody. Yeah. But guess what? Not everybody's the same. Because then, if you carry that attitude everywhere, you might give that attitude to the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And that, opportunity. that, that, that right. one person might be the person that's going to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. You don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you never know who knows who either. Yeah. Not to say, like, you have to be goody-goody with mm-hmm. everybody because you want someone in return. But, like, you got to love everybody generally, right? Yeah. I can't say, like, oh, I haven't gotten mad at some people. Course, or, like, course. there have been a lot of people that screw me over. And I'm like, man, like, nah. So I'll still love you, right? But I'll move on. Oh, and this is like, this is like, okay, you're there. Yeah. I'm here. I know my limits with you. Right. right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't hate you or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to borrow my equipment? Cool. Like, yeah, I want to be there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is what it or is. Or, like. Or like, no, here's a better option. This place rents it out for such and such and such. It might be the same money that you're gonna give me or less. Do that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know now how you work or how you didn't either. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I always move forward with 
the mentality of like, I want to be able to give people the benefit of the doubt because yeah. I want to be given of course the benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt. Because we all will like mess up against somebody, right? Right. Whether right. inadvertently right. or you know we just had that kind of like negative moment. Right. But you're a massive leader in your in your community. Like people really look up I don't to know you. About that. <laughs> he is. Um, and people really, really look up to this guy because he's so open and he's so willing to help. Like, he'll go out of his way to help you. What do you say to people who are going through a hard time and are slowing down and falling back and, like, depressed? And what do you say? Talk I mean, to my girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> no, no, trust me. If you get to know Heather, amazing. Like, no, that's, but, that's um, your person. But, yeah, what do you say? What, what do I tell people? Here? On top of talk to my girlfriend. Uh, what do I tell people or what? Say that again. Who are really going through a tough time? I was thinking time. of my girl. Like, <laughs> she's like sitting over there. People, people who are really, really, really going through a hard time and they hit a brick wall, lots of tragedy, everywhere they turn is like negativity. How do you motivate them? What do you say? How do you draw from your experiences? Go to the source that has what you want. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if your surroundings are killing you, right? Yeah. For example, I went to the source that had what I want. Right, and, which uh, is which, and that point was like that risk that I took, like to my okay, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, like okay. I went to that source, right, ah. and it was like, man, like none of this is working out. I'm gonna go there, right? Yeah. Because the thing is that you can only get so much from the people that are around you, right? Like you know how they talk about like if you're the smartest person in the room, then you need another room. You're in the wrong yeah. room. Yeah. Well, lately I've been in the right room. Hey. Like, because <laughs> everybody either knows more than me or have have has more than me, and so, um, <laughs> and so you know it's like. It's like, man, like, just go to the next level. And, like, don't think that you're not good enough. Like, if negativity is all you're getting mm-hmm. all around, like, everywhere you turn, then... And if you're getting that because it's like you're reaching out to somebody to help you do something, then do yeah. yourself. Find a way to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are like, yo, I need some, some this person and that person in order to do this. No, do it yourself. See how it comes out. Yeah. Or, if you don't mind, I want to hear your answer. To that question? Yeah. So let's say you have negativity or something's getting in the way or, you know, you're giving somebody advice. Mm-hmm. What do you usually tell somebody? Well, honestly, I was there when Junior was going through his thing. And my thing is never, like, you have to allow yourself to feel your feelings. I never, ever, like some people say, hustle, just hustle. Right. Feel your feelings right. because at some point it's gonna catch up to you. Like if you're in the middle middle of I just went Jamaican on yeah. it. Um, if you're in the middle of a project, like this is the big project, and your dad dies, and you don't take a second to like step back and feel your feelings, at a certain point it is going to crumble. Right. So I always tell people, feel your feelings. But at the end of the day, like you have to remember what your goal is. And it's yeah. a simple, it's very, very simple. Is what I'm doing now yeah. going to get me yeah. to what I want? And if right. it's That's not, I have to drop it. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know? So experience it. Feel it. Be very, very present. Mm-hmm. But you, at a certain point, you have to let it go. Yeah. I, I say something very similar. So yeah. I always think, what is the outcome? That, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Before. What is the outcome? What is yeah. the goal? And exactly what are you doing right now, mm-hmm. physically right now, mm-hmm. to get you to the next point? You're always going from point A to point B, you know, whether it be like relationship-wise, romantic, Mm -hmm. whether it be you're doing something networking for business, whether you're trying to get better in your skills, whether you're trying to do something and just better your life. And there's always something that's Mm going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. Of course. And, you know, there's a plane of, yeah, that's that's just life. 
and things are going to hit you, you know, sometimes physically and mentally. And things are always in the way, right? right. But it depends on what you're consistently doing yeah. to get yourself to the next level. Because honestly, that's how people like us, people behind mm -hmm. the scenes, that's how we get to the next level, just yeah. by doing something and then keep going with that. Right. So, yeah, yeah man. Um, I, uh, yeah, it's true. But, but Jay, like, so where are you right now? Like, I feel like I'm celebrating for you. Because, like, it's just the entire trajectory. It's just seeing the whole, like, 360 of, like, you know, I'm celebrating for you, bro. But Thanks. I know, <laughs> oh, my God. But I know you're not on pause. Like, you're grinding, like, literally working around the clock. And now you have a phenomenal support system in Heather and your team and your church. But where are you right now? <laughs> what a great answer. <laughs> in the flesh. You know, we captured you to be here, but yeah. No, um, well, I mean, even now, like, I mean, there's always challenges. Yeah. There's always things that are, like, going to come at you. And my mindset is like, you know what? I'm going to make it happen. Nice. You know what? I'm going to make it happen. You know what? I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen. And self-talk. Yeah. Self-talk to yourself. Self-positive talk to yourself. I'm good enough. I will make it. This. That helps. We practiced that a lot in our beginning. We did. We did. In the solid um, foundation, bro. Yeah. The living hangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I had to go for that one. Um, but, yeah, man, self-talk. And right now, I'm at the point where, like, it was super crazy. Like, um, in the past, like, a couple weeks, it's been, like, some crazy challenges, bro. And uh, it's tough. You know what I'm saying? It's tough. It's, it, it's hurtful. But at the end of the day, it's, like, keeping firm what the vision is and what you want at the end. And, you know, not being... Like, I'm, I'm at the place right now where I'm, like, choosing to not, to identify what are my better options, right? Yeah, sure. And not being afraid to just take that risk and just, like, explore that option. If it doesn't work, go back or move forward and, you know, continue. And, and so, like, because truth is that, like, failures always, always teach you something. And, like, you know what the crazy thing is? Like, failure will teach you what you don't know you need to know. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Damn, that's cool. You should put that on a pillow. I should put it on a pillow. You just put it on a hoodie. On a hoodie. Boy, I want to write that down on the back. Write that down. Great. Right now, like, for example, like today. So, all right. So, big example. Remember the anchor, right? Yeah. Went Miami, flew out. After that, the artist loved the photos. After Puerto Rico, loved it. Two weeks ago, last week, actually, he flew me back to Miami to shoot for him. Paid for my hotel, Ooh. paid for my flight, everything covered. Mm -hmm. I was there for two, three days. Um, it was super dope. Now they want to take me on tour to Europe. Oh, that's great. So that's great. You know what I mean? And that, that's amazing, right? But when I was in Miami, I met this other producer, and this producer loved my photos. He was like, yo, man, like, you're a dope BTS photographer. Hold on, yours, right? Um, so... Uh, I come back from Miami, everything is good. We're talking like the Honan Yards. I'm actually gonna go to your country. Um, Are you guys because of that? yeah, Sean nice. Paul is shooting. Are you so, shooting with Sean Paul? Uh, Sean Paul! <laughs> Sean Paul. Oh Sean So um, wait, is this a put in work exclusive? It's put in work. <laughs> How he put in the work together. You know what I'm saying? So then um, it got to the point where the producer loved my work. He flew into New York today to have like a couple of meetings with well the now, he didn't fly in today. He flew in like two days ago. Mm -hmm. He came to like have a couple meetings with this director that is shooting a movie in uh, uh, the, the, where is it? Baltimore. Yeah. Um, and so he reached out to me. He was like, "Yo, bro, like I want to bring you on board for this movie, so we want to fly you out mm -hmm. to Baltimore for a whole month 
yeah. to shoot with us. Wow. And I was like, Sales. that's fun. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> and I ended up being here because I decided to make a decision to take a flight to Miami. Wow. And pay myself. Right. Right. So it, all of that. It all goes back. How long ago was that? This was uh, December. April. No, April. This, no, December was like when no, I was the initial, meet up. the LA. The initial, right? Like, the whole yeah. yards. That didn't happen. Then it happened in April, and then from April, you know, and so oh, on. You and so on and so forth. You know what's, what's a really, really good tip here for people? Let me explain to you. When you're working on a production, these people like to keep the same team because they don't have to reorient you. So if you make a great impression, they will take you everywhere. Right. Like they, because it doesn't make sense. Like every time you have a new project, like to have to reassemble a team right. or to get a brand new team, they just want to bring back the old crew. Yeah. And if they worked great with you, if you had a good attitude on set, if you worked hard at your craft, if you were clean and if you, you actually know, care about if the you project. care, <laughs> yeah. they want to keep the same team. So that's a good tip, right? And and one thing is like never get comfortable. Yeah. Right. Like. Let's say you did great the first day, yeah. right? Do better the next time. Mm -hmm. If you your turnaround for the photos was an hour, do thirty minutes. And if you're saying on the first day, if you did better than everybody else, then the next day, how do you feel? You how know, you, to feel? you you just continue to do better, bro. Like you just continue to work harder because truth is, like with the artists for the first time back in Miami, like, and I'm speaking about this event because it's the most recent event. Sure. Yeah, it's like taken, like yeah. it has me. I've flown maybe sixteen times, seventeen times. Just this year, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're um, always on a plane. Like I, I see your stories and I'm like, dude, where are you going? <laughs> yeah. So you know, but it's because I, and I'm not saying like I'm not super rich, right? Like I'm not where I want to be at all, at all, in all sense of the word. But you know, I'm taking risks because truth is that like you build. More important than anything, like being successful, like having an experience, like mm -hmm. experience all of that, like take it in, right? Yeah. Because we're so locked in in the. Oh, I'm gonna make it. Then I'm gonna have fun. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Boy, you might never make it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you have that attitude, so it's like enjoy yourself through the process, right? Yes. Like, and, and cherish each and every single um, moment, mm -hmm. right? And so, uh, one of the things that I wanted to say was like, personality is everything. Yeah. Like personality is everything. And then like, don't always be so eager to think that like somebody owes you anything. And this is something my, 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 my boy Edgar was telling me. It was like, man, like, you got to understand that in this business, nobody owes you anything. Yeah. So you can never expect anything from anybody. Sure. Because truth is that, like, you know, at the end of the day, if, like, you think that somebody owes you something mm -hmm. because you worked with them one time or anything like that, and moving forward, you're like, oh, I worked with them. They should call me back. Mm -hmm. Wrong attitude. Yep. They shouldn't call you back. Mm -hmm. They don't have any reasons to call you back. Mm -hmm. If they do call you back, great. Should. You know what I mean? So it's like keeping the attitude up, like understanding that always you always want to do better. You always yeah. want to go to the next level. Um, and when you're on set and you're like working with people or whatever area of your life that is, always over exceed and never be too afraid to be like, oh no, they got like, now nah, they probably already have like photographers. Or when you see a post about an opportunity, ah no, nah, they probably, people already probably signed up. Maybe you're the one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And talking about the one, like I remember I had this mentality of like, I want to meet that person, after me, that person, I'm gonna take off. Well, sometimes you might be the person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. rather than like meeting the, that one, maybe you are that one. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Become that one. Like, just because yeah. if somebody hosted an event and you wanna be an, an event hoster, like, you don't need to meet them to learn from them. 
if host your friends event. Yeah. If that's gonna be at your house, host it at your house. If you gotta rent out a bar and you know talk to them and mm-hmm. give a little some some, you know, do that and then you host the event. Yeah. Like don't be afraid to just start. Cause that's what people, a lot of people don't do. They don't start. You know what I'm saying? Buying your camera, yeah, cool. But until you start reaching out and taking risk and doing work for free, oh um, man, you know how many so, work I did so for free? So that right there, oh. that right there to to start. So I suppose this is gonna be my final question. This is like the most prevalent question I wanted, so I say the number right now. I work for free! <laughs> so, for starting, right? All of us in this room, you know, who's on camera, who's not, screwed up in the beginning. Yeah. Because mentality stuff that we talked about before, technical stuff that we talked about before, but really at the beginning. Let's pretend you're a junior, just started out of photography, where you didn't have money to buy also the airplane or whatnot, you didn't have even your camera, you didn't have anything, you're also maybe a little bit shy, you don't really network that much, you don't have that much education, you don't really know how to do anything that you want, but you know that there's this big world of photography that you're trying to do, or videography or anything. What do you do right now today, if you were that person today, to start so you can get results as soon as possible? Well, work for free. No, okay. <laughs> no, reach out to people, right? Reach out to who? How would you reach out to people? Okay. If you... If it was today. If it was today, right now, right? I, I just thought or whatever. Well, I know that I want to shoot models. Okay, where are their models? Well, modeling agencies. Okay, go to their Instagram. Uh, cool. Like the but, modeling agencies Instagram? Yeah. Okay. Send them an email. Hey, I'd like to shoot some of your models, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That doesn't work. They don't get back to you. Go on their page. Their models are tagged. Go on the models page. Hit them up. Hey, listen, I have this oh, concept. Wow. I love to shoot. Will you be able to interested? Yeah. Blah, blah blah. Send them a move board. For those of you who don't know what a move board is, mm. it's, a, yeah, it's, it's a layout of like photos, like representing the concept that you want to do. Wow. So okay. you're like you're not just like messaging like hey can no, I you up like you're prepared for. If you You're pray for it, prepare something. for it. Wow. Right? Like, okay. you can't just be, let's shoot. Yeah. Which yeah. a lot of people do yeah. that, and then yeah. they end up nowhere. You know what uh, I'm saying? It's like, okay, this is the concept. I want to do a black and white, yeah. Jean on Jean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Denim on denim. Double denim, yeah. Boom. I want to do it in the studio. I have two hours. Can we shoot this? This is the wow. photos I'm going to shoot. Oh, great. I like your concept. Let's do it. Bet. When do you want to do it? Saturday. What works best? Between two and five? Great. Let's do four o'clock. Ooh. That's great. And, and then, of course, you get way more results that way than, and then, than and then, we shoot together. Right? And then that person mm-hmm. likes your work yeah. or not, right? Or likes your personality or whatever. Your work might, might be great or might not be that great, right? Mm-hmm. But you, you learn that stuff. And then you, if she likes it, oh, man. Like, I had this photographer I just shot with last week. Shoot him. You know, I don't know what his rates are, but, you know. And then they're like, hey, such and such referred me to you. Da, da, da. Said that your work is great. We'd love to shoot with you. Wow. And then you build a clientele. Mm. And remember, word of mouth is what gets you business. Yeah. Therefore, you have to but have a good personality. Just really quick on that for the people who are listening. Word of mouth comes after you've really built the, uh, like, the following. You build not, the ambassadors. Not, not, not even. Not even. Like, word of mouth could be just like, you never watched. You the mean movie. like referrals? Referrals. Yeah, oh, okay, word okay, of mouth. Okay. Like, like, whatever last thing you did, you refer to. Like, if you yeah. go to the movies okay, and somebody goes, yo, how was the movie? You go. Oh, why? That person gonna go buy a ticket, watch the movie. Okay, fair enough. Bring and you friend. just you just made business for the movie. For the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So yeah. it's like you have to understand that like everything is word of mouth. So you wanna do.
do every job like it's your last job. Yeah. So let's say with that, with that example that you just gave, in terms of okay, we're gonna search for model agency. That that is a great uh, idea, by the way. Or whatever you know, whatever scenario or platform you're in. Like if you want to do baby showers, baby showers. Like go to somebody's page that does baby showers and freaking be like, hey, I would love to shadow you or connect with you or like do your next event and just come and help you out. Now, just to kind of get the insights yeah. of how. Decorating a baby or like shower. A wedding like, planner. If you or get like, in with a wedding planner. Yeah, just say, hey, I would love to shadow you. Come and help you. Because shoot this, like, you can't start charging for something that you don't have a portfolio for. Mm -hmm. Done. There you go. But, well, not but. And uh, one of the biggest, let's say, setbacks that I would think on, top, on the top of my head, if I were to think of myself when I was brand new in terms of just life and business, um, is that, cool, I'm going to reach out to this place, that place. I'm going to go uh, and reach out to somebody. But you know what? I'm actually going to reach out, and several people are going to say no to me. And I'm gonna reach okay. out again, and they're gonna say no. And then I reach out again, and they're gonna say no. So how many people, should, oh, what places should I reach out to? You know how many people left me on scene? I don't. <laughs> you know how many people left me on scene? Uh -huh. Boy, I was hurt. Uh -huh. I was like, don't you leave me on scene? I'll send the message. I'll send. You never. Like, no. I my message back. Literally. Remember you could do that? No, I did not. You can't do that. Yeah, you can unsend a message. Sometimes I might send something to my girlfriend, and now I'm like, I don't want to send it. Take that back. <laughs> but I don't actually do that. But never done it. You were um, also telling me about these like meetups. How does meetups. that go? Well, that's another that's, practical that's down by now. It's, it's it's so saturated by yeah. now. But like you know, you have like there's a lot of photographers within New York City. Like there's portrait uh, pages. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say portrait faces. <laughs> portrait pages yeah. that do like Instagram meetups. You know, like okay. they'll meet at a certain location. A whole bunch of like models and like influencers who come, and then a whole bunch of photographers who come. And then they all just collab and do like a whole bunch of photo shoots throughout, like mm. you know, for several hours. Mm -hmm. And then they like put those pictures up, tag the models. Models do the same, put the pictures up, tag the photographers, and it's like a creative yeah. concept. It, it happened a lot um, in the last like past two years, mm -hmm. but like now it's getting. It's Why do you think that's happening? It's because it got oversaturated. Because truth, and I don't mean to shade on anybody, but everybody thinks now that they're a model. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody in the internet. But that's a great like, thing, bro. Because well, like, well, because well, the internet. Wait, wait, this is a difference. <laughs> okay. There's a difference. Let's learn. Like, there's a difference between a model and somebody who is just photogenic. Who thinks they're pretty? Or yeah, just because you're pretty. You know that? Like I've shot really like like good-looking people. people okay. They look ugly yeah. in photos. Oh, amazing looking people, but they just don't, it yeah, doesn't translate like, on camera. Because modeling is not about being cute. Uh, modeling is about attitude. Oh! You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like, bro, you could take a really, <laughs> man, no, let's not go there. But, like, yeah. point being is, <laughs> I'm just attitude. saying, yeah. you know, there's a lot of Instagram models now, and I don't mean to, like, shade on anybody. That's cool. He's trying to make, trying to make business. I respect that. Great. But, um... Yeah, like it's now oversight that it faded because now everybody. Okay. So what else can people do? Yeah. So they can reach out to modeling agencies, um, mm -hmm. models themselves, put together a portfolio. They cannot other... stop also until they get a response. Or yeah. Until they get some yeah. sort of twenty yeah. or thirty or hundred kind of like. Put it like this. Emails. Whether you get a response or not, send out five to ten uh, DMs a day. All right. DMs or emails. No problem. Consistent. What Just other good. practical pointers can you give to up and coming photographers? Learn. Learn what you think you shouldn't know. Uh, okay. Like, just because you're a videographer doesn't mean that you can't learn about composition in terms of photography. You know what I'm saying? Because it might help you. Yeah. 
just because you're a photographer doesn't mean you can't learn about graphic design. You can still do it in Photoshop. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know when the opportunity might come. Because nowadays, like, the way it's working is people who are, like, the talent, right? Mm -hmm. Whether that's an artist, whether that's a model, whether that's, like, an influencer, whether that's just, like, a famous person, they're not looking to have too many people on the road. Yeah. Like, if an artist going on tour, he's not looking to have a graphic designer, a photographer, uh, uh, a videographer that, you know, like, he's not looking to have, like, 20 people. That's just for his creative crew, because mm -hmm. then they're going to need two tour bus. <laughs> it means one to two people yeah. that can get the job done. Ah, right. okay. To so be multifaceted is be, Yeah, be, be a person that you can be, be a person that can be used in multiple ways. Mm -hmm. Like if they go, yo, we need a quick edit, a recap video of the show last night. Cool, I got you. Done. Where are the photos? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you want to be able to, like, yeah. have them. See, and I'm not saying, like, do everything. I'm, I'm, I'm not, well, yes, do everything. Don't overwhelm yourself, but learn it. Mm -hmm. so because once you know it, mm -hmm. then when you're out and doing it, you'll find a way to balance both. So with what you said before, have your own style, generate your own style. Yeah. But also be interested in what's around you and what's relevant. Yeah, bro, because so, knowledge is power. Wow, Junior, thank you so much, brother. Always. This was Absolutely amazing. Where can people find you? Ah, uh, 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 find me at the corner. No. <laughs> no. What was it? Find me at the corner. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, my website is <laughs> juniorhimenez.net. I know comp was taken, so I have to use. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> juniorhimenez.com. No, it's juniorhimenez.net. Oh, who took who it? Took I don't that? know. That's you need some, to find that person. I need to find him. Yeah. Need to find him. That's um, it. It's but a yeah, wrap for you, buddy. Yeah, Instagram, Misfits, uh, Misfit X, M S F I T X. I think I put that yeah. right. Um, and then on Facebook, Junior Menace. Uh, yeah. yeah. I won't say the other website because that's I can't really talk about that. Okay. Okay. All right. That's how you know he's doing big things to come. Can't talk <laughs> about it, dude. Thank you so much for coming through yeah. the podcast. Um, thank you so much to our, to our viewers and our listeners. listeners right. uh, thank you to the entire cast and crew, and that's a wrap. All right, great job, everybody. Woo. Let's, Let's go. go. Bam! All right.